I'm going to tell all you people around here in Memphis, Tennessee, that you're a little bit misled and misguided, you understand? Because there's a pro wrestler running around here that runs his mouth and talks about how he goes all around to different wrestling federations and beats up on their champions. And you people are ignorant and stupid enough to believe it. And let me tell you who that wrestler is. That's Jerry, the big mouth Lawler. Now let me tell you something, Lawler. I hear about you going up here to New York. You don't beat Hulk Hogan. You go down Atlanta. You don't beat Ric Flair. Well, see, let me explain something to you. I don't talk to the board. I don't talk to them. I don't question them. And what the deal is, you go to New York and you get beat up. And you go down to Atlanta, Georgia, and you get the stuff and stomped right out of you. But it's one thing, it's one champion that you ain't beat, and you ain't going to be able to lie about either. And that champion is Butch Reed, your new world heavyweight champion, as you already know, whether you like it or not. Memphis, Tennessee is going to be able to see Hacksaw Butch Reed and Jerry Lawler lock up and right here in your own stomping grounds, Lawler, right here in your own backyard. These people are going to know and understand that you are going to be a one big man. So there will not be any more doubts. There won't be any more lies made. won't be nothing but the truth. Right in person, right in living color, Memphis, Tennessee, it's a Mid-South Coliseum. Come on and get what you got coming, Lawler. And we are live, brought to you by Rat Salad Review. We just had the one and only Butch Reed tribute. That is an amazing thing as I bring in the man, the myth, the legend, the Nostradamus of the knockout. EA, how are you doing tonight? I'm recovering. I am tired. I am beat up. I partied all the weekend, and then I went to training yesterday, and I'm starting to show my age. Cue Desperado by the Eagles. <laughs> Alexa, play, play Desperado. <laughs> Desperado? <laughs> that was a joke. That was a, I know. I was trying to do. I was trying to do a combination. You know that. Yes, I know. I was working on it. I need to put that one back into the freaking oven. That one ain't ready yet. <sighs> So, um, James, I gave you some really terrible hot takes for the MMA fights this weekend that you watched. Holy shit. So, well, no, 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 no. It wasn't just that. My picks the entire fucking weekend were god-awful. Thank God for hockey because it's the only thing saving my ass. Because <laughs> I won. Guess how many bets I won? Uh, I have no idea. Give me a clue. It's a one. One? I won a bet last, last this weekend. And how many bets did you make? A lot. Oof! How much did you lose? Thirty bucks. Okay. Remember, remember much... I, I, I don't, I don't play. I don't, I don't play. Yeah. So did the hockey wash away what would have made it a bigger number, or what happened? The the hot the hockey keeps it afloat that it didn't hurt. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So. Yes. So, so is it like so, a running tab of X amount of dollars? And if you go above that number, you're out. And if you go below that number, you're out. No, no, no. What what I do is like I put in uh, twenty five dollars into DraftKings, yeah, and 
thankfully the the con mcgregor fight helped boost that almost to about 80 bucks Yes. And then the hockey has gotten it over a hundred bucks, and now I'm back, and it was over that. Now it's back down to a hundred bucks. Okay, so as long as you don't go under twenty five, you're in it to win it. Yes. Okay, good. And it's just it's just playing around because it was once again it's twenty five bucks. Who cares? Yeah, you know. I just remember you asked me, and I thought I cracked the code. Yeah, yeah, your and, code and, was broken. And then I, I looked at I looked at my reasoning and i when i looked at my reasoning the next day on sun on saturday i was like i really hope he did not fucking actually take that advice Think you know over him over him over him over him <laughs> well yeah actually the funny one was is i did fade it on one pick I did. I did put Volkov. Unfortunately, the Kansas City Chiefs decided to lay the biggest fucking egg in Super Bowl history, and I decided to go against Tom Brady. Who's you know? I should have known my lesson. You should have known. If it's not the New York Football Giants, you can or go or Brady. or Nick Foles. And so if, if if he's playing any team outside of the AFC East, you know I'm done. Oh, so you're hi- you're having to rehydrate. Oh, that's that's terrible. I'm trying to drink a gallon a day. Have fun with that. Yes. I'm getting back in shape and it's misery business. Well, the good thing is, is that um, you can't have a beer because I know Stone has made an IPA that has 90 calories and 2.5 carbs. No, there's one that has like a protein in it too. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's like protein. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've officially moved on to white claw hard seltzer oh god and so truth. so so I, I pray for your walls because they might get punched because i didn't know you were going to turn yourself into a kyle i didn't know you were changing your name to kyle no my walls will be fine <laughs> unlike him i've had many years of professional drinking so switching to the seltzers is just like drinking it's sort of like watching the bad news bears and uh, what's his name? Switch it over to O'Doul's because he's not allowed to drink alcohol no more. Ultra Mathow? Yeah. Um, I, that, that's my O'Doul's is, is the uh, White Claw and Truly Hard Seltzers. Oh, good, merciful baby Jesus. So I'm still going to have my alcohol intake. I'm just going to, it's just, you know, it's going to be very limited. Well, but yes. For all that, all that money you're saving, it can be, re- can be returned because this weekend... We not only have we have not one great wrestling card. It is a absolutely fantastic wrestling card brought to you by Josh Barnett That's and right. Sport. and the main event being Dickinson versus Jeff Cobb. Uh, I believe violence might be going on in that. Oh come on, you gotta love that. You got Dickinson, who's an actual Taekwondo black belt, third degree. Then you got Jeff Card, Jeff Cobb, a legitimate. Olympic fucking Greco-Roman wrestler. Yes. I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I am really interested in that. Um, I've always been a Jeff Cobb fan. I feel like I don't know what the hell he's doing with his choices in his career, but I really want to see what's his next step. I mean, is he full-time New Japan now? Or what's going on with that? I think I, I, from what I've seen, he's all New Japan. He's billed as uh, in New Japan, so I'm yeah, assuming so that. finally... So he picked his home for now, and it's New Japan, which I think is perfect for him. Yeah, I thought I thought he would be great in the AEW, but they I guess that was just a one-off. And yeah, I and was at so. that one, and he fit in perfect. 
for that one-off. And I thought, yep, that's where Jeff's going. And then I thought he was going to stick with Ring of Honor. And I was like, eh, I felt like he was better than that. But I think he's a really good fit in uh, New Japan. So I'm really happy to see him there. And, and uh, who knows, hopefully his next step will be WWE roster. It probably will be um, outside of anything. But the entire card, top to bottom, is it's it's really stacked. Tell me I what mean, we got, James. Okay, so the, the first fight of the night is going to be Diego Perez versus Gil Gardado. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then it's Roy Isaacs versus Calder McColl. Whoever that now, is. Yeah. Roy Isaacs, uh, NWA Tag Team Champ, former NWA Tag Team Champion with Thomas Latimer Bram. Okay. Actually a really tough, big son of a bitch, so I'm really interested to see how that one goes. And I want to see if he wears the fringy boots when he fights, if he has, like, fringy MMA boots. Oh, that'd be awesome. Super Beast versus Bad Dude Tito. Who the fuck is Bad Dude Tito? No idea. Is that but now, Tito Ortiz? I would hope not. But then, okay, now it starts getting good. Okay, you've got J.R. Kratos versus Alex Coughlin. Okay, that's just a big man, bro, big man fight. And then Cal Jax versus Nolan Edward. Yeah, there's your homie, Cal. Cal <laughs> yes. Jax. Yes, yes, nor, nor Cal represent. And then I it's think you- I figured out who Cal Jack is. Yes. When I was a Rosebud, I think he was the other big guy mm-hmm. with fucking broad that they had yes. the other one who was uh, with the tie dye shirt, who was kind of like looking hippie ish that they, he explained what he at when NXT, when he was in uh, NXT and they asked him what he did for cardio. And he said, uh, hunt bears in the mountains. <laughs> I think yeah, I think you had a run in. So did you have this weird symbiotic connection with him, and you didn't know about it because you have these weird connections to Northern Californians. I I really do believe that that was the case. I think that's who <laughs> Caljack is, and he just changed his look up a little bit. What do we got next? And, and then your boy, the the thousand year old man of Simon Grimm, he is facing filthy Tom Lawler with Ooh. a match that's definitely not going to turn into a shoot at all. That will that not turn the into battle. The battle of the fucking pricks, and I love it. <laughs> and, and then, and we then for your, to, we might have to watch this live. Yeah, James. Well, and then, and then here, okay. So here's the sealer. All right. Yeah. The co-main event is Harry Smith versus Calvin Tankman. And what day is this? Uh, this is on February thirteenth. Shit, I'm doing a show Saturday. <laughs> we might We're have, gonna to, have to. We might yeah, have gonna... to do the Sunday replay, a special <laughs> Beyond Bushido Sunday replay review. So, Sunday or Monday replay? I don't know what 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 Valentine's Day. I don't I don't know if I can pull that one off. That's right. It is Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> Next Tuesday, Beyond Bushido. Next Tuesday, we're going to do the special, Beyond Bushido. <laughs> a very special review of the fucking yes, Josh we're... Barnett Bloodsport. That is going to be absolute violence, and I'm going to love every minute of it because it's you know what's going to happen. That's just that's just week one. They come back next week, and we don't know what the card is yet. Kenta is in the states. He is in the states. We we did we did see that uh, he is he is definitely in the states because he just made uh, Mister Omega go to go to sleepy sleep. Uncle Suzuki hasn't been working the New Japan tour. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna call your shot. You're gonna call your shot. 
is I'm not going to say nothing out. yet. I'm not going <laughs> to say nothing yet because we got to figure this one out because we're definitely going to do. Okay. So next Saturday, I don't got nothing planned. So that one we can do live. Yes. If, 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 if it's anything close to the banger that, that this week's card's going to be, which is oh, Josh yeah. Barnett. So who's going to say no to him? Yes. I mean, you can well, say Barnett's no to not him. Fighting, so hold on. Barnett's not fighting, so that means Barnett's going to be fighting someone next week. Probably, and they just haven't announced who yet. Yes, and and I and I love the thing that Harry Smith's dojo, the affiliation is UWFI or UWFI USA, Excellent. which is Barnett's school. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> the the, uh, the the enjoyableness of this is going to I. I am. These are like the the pay per view cards I'm excited for. That I'm like, yeah, oh boy, we have here these we go. Two now, and then we have another one. WrestleMania weekend, we have another blood sport card. No oh, god, that's been announced too. Yes, yeah. And WrestleMania so he... weekend is going to be the fun one. Okay, I'm so they're just going to keep. Probably it. see um, if I had to assume, I'm going to go Santino. I'm going to go Barnett. I'm going to go Filthy and Harry just because they're nuts and they'll do all of them. So I see them on next week's card. Maybe we'll get fucking uh, women again next week. Well, you can't have Kaiju because Kaiju's uh, still recovering. From what? She had knee surgery. Oh, well, fucking I. I mean, you can always have like Thunder Rosa versus fucking Sienna. That would be interesting, but I, I feel like Thunder Rosa would beat the unholy bejesus out of her. <laughs> no, I don't believe that one bit. I, I think Thunder Rosa's tough, but I think Sienna's got that Cleveland, I'm a bitch with a gap in my teeth, and I'm going to fucking show you how I'm going to put another one in yours type feel to her. I understand that, but Thunder Rosa trains at American Top Team, for God's sakes. Hey, we got ch- to shout out our boy Chase Bantwell, okay? No, we shout out our boy Harrison Norwood. Who's yeah, American that... top team Atlanta? Okay, all right, but no, no, we got Ch- Chase. Chase, you don't remember Chase, but Chase was at Wolf Clan when I was there. And That's he right, was nine. He was a little kid, right? Yeah, he was the little kid. He yeah, was that little freaking monster that now is a one thirty five freaking island fights main eventer. Yes. What happened to Jackson? The guy who used to run top team. I don't know. Did everybody stop doing the stupid play with your nipples thing because you're on American Top Team? <laughs> I forgot about that shit. Oh my god. There are Why? three things guaranteed in life, James. The first thing is on Family Guy, whenever someone's talking, they're gonna bring their hands forward and then down like this. You'll never <laughs> see a heel with an iPhone in any fucking movie, so it's easy to figure out in murder mysteries who did it just by fucking looking at the cell phones. And whenever American Top Team was going to fight, nipple play before when they were announcing them. So also, speaking of, of fun tournaments that are going on, there is also a summer series uh, lightweight or light heavyweight tournament going on. And I'm trying to pull up who's participating in that this year. Which company? For Bellator. Oh, yes. Oh, I know one person who's in there. Which I is? I saw his new promo pictures. I believe Yoel Romero's in it this year because I Yoel saw Romero is in it. Yes, goddamn yes, right. He is. So it's it where is can Yoel I watch Rom- Bellator these days? Uh, you can watch Bellator on the Paramount Network. 
and um, a couple of other I places. They were on NBC now. No, they're on CBS. CBS, that's what it is. What yeah. is CBS? Yes. And I'm trying to find that shit right now, and it is not helping. So I am definitely trying to to do that. Because I saw but... the Yoel Romero pictures, and he looks like a fucking house. He does, and it looks he amazing. Looks ready to fucking. I mean, the guy's somewhere between fucking forty-two and fifty-seven because you know it is what it is, and he will hey. never know his actual age. Hey, yeah, you'll never know that age because he's from Cuba and they don't say anything. Exactly. <laughs> All I know is the guy got into a dance off with with Style Bender, hit a backflip and a split like it was nothing. It's yes, skinny he did. jeans. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. I'm not going to try to find this, but I know like people like um, uh, Bader's in it. The usual suspects are in it in the light heavyweight division. So, so Bader it, keeps jumping up and down between light heavyweight and heavyweight, doesn't he? Well, he he can. Wouldn't you be able to if you could? No, I couldn't do it if I tried. There's no well, way I could get down. Yeah, that's true. If I was I can, five, I just, I'd look I'd look like yeah. a weird lowercase I. Yeah, it's true. I looked like a freaking L, a lowercase L, just straight a bean pole. I could have hid yeah. behind a freaking light pole. It was weird when I was yeah, one sixty. So, James, I left it up to you, sir. Yes, for this so, week's picks. What do you so got this in store for us? This week's picks. Um, it turned into what caught my eye this morning when I was waking up. Not because I didn't do any research. It was because, uh, uh. Fucking super kick. Oh god, let me let me find out. Let me find the guy the the, tw- the Twitter guy so I actually give him credit. C- Cozy super kick showed me the clip of Doug Furness launching Lance Storm in ECW. Yes. <laughs> so I and was then like, you asked me what had happened and my encyclopedia went off. Yes, and I was like, where can I find this? And you were like, Bink. <laughs> <laughs> Who if it's ECW, being... I can I can get it down to at least the month. I can get it you, within a month. You you got close. You got you, you were actually if you would have said and if you didn't bring in November, you would have been you would have been wrong. It was November first, Hardcore TV, nineteen ninety seven. So there you go. Yeah, I so, said October, November. You did. You did. You did say and you then said when you, I thought it back, I, then I, then I pushed it to December. So I'm still within a month. You were, you were, you were, you were close though. That was very, it was very close. So and I didn't know how low key. So like I started watching this and then realized it is freaking Chris Candido and Lance Storm versus the Canham Express. Yeah. And when and when Lafont is the most awkward athlete in that entire ring, you know it's probably going to be a really good match. Uh, now. Right. I'm bringing in Joey Styles here. I'm making sure this is muted because luckily sharing my uh, my other desktop screen, I can just do this and we can bring in wonderful Joey Styles. It's <laughs> rolling his eyes at this shit. And look at them. Yeah. Look at Doug Furness. Oh, God. This is what Storm, Storm still had the rat tail. Good God, yeah. The uh, well, remember, remember the the uh, the eighties was still going strong in Canada at this time. Oh, in Calgary, so, it was it was hardcore ninety one right now. Yes, 90 definitely, it was still a hit. 
Well, remember the already uh, right off the bat, they're fucking dancing. Oh, oh yeah, they're they they are. That's the great. That was the great thing. And you know, like like I I I don't mean they take a shot at Lafont about him being the most awkward person in there, but <laughs> when, yeah. when the other three are freaking amazing, it it's really hard to yeah. keep up. You got to love Jim Molino, who got gigged earlier in the night wearing the spirit of 76 headbands in the ring. <laughs> I love it. Who wore, who wore it better? Him or, or, Mas- or Masawa like, a couple of weeks later in freaking UFC, Ultimate yes. Japan. <laughs> okay, here we go. And now here comes oh. Candido. I love this spot with Candido always. This is one of his spots that he would always do. There's the third one. Hit the Fargo strut. And now turn around all the way across the ring. Yes. And the, and the Ric Flair bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I love Candido, man. So good. And you know what? And the, and the great reaction to it of just dropping the knee on the back of the head. Yeah. Just, just something the simple. And three just sell right under it. I love yep. it. Yep. Oh. And there's Doug Furness. Freaking UT star. And of course, yeah, you bring in Doug Furness. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> look at that sell by Candido yes. again. Cool. Candido knew that. Hey, you, I might want to bump for this guy when he was when he was starting well, no, smoking. Candido mountain. at this time, listen. At this point in his career, Candido was just a machine in the ring. You put him. He never had an angle at ECW at this time when he came in from from WWE. He didn't have yeah. an angle for the first two and a half years because he didn't need one. You could put him in the ring with anybody, and he was going to have a banger of a match. And this was just a continue. This was his first real angle angle. I would say, like, they did the little thing after November to Remember where they had Van Damme grab Tammy's ass. And so it was, uh, you'd see these matches where it'd be Candido teaming with, like, Taz and the Eliminators versus Van Damme, Sabu, and Furnace and LaFon, or Van Damme and Sabu and two other WWE guys. And then they finally started to settle into this. But Candido was just having bangers with everybody even even in the born to be wired card candido had a hell of a heavyweight i mean not the born to be wired the the how the ecw arena show before that candido and funk had a hell of a heavyweight title match and here comes lance again i fucking just look at the fucking lance was just a fucking beast in the ring man he always was and i think i think he's so under i mean he's he's underrated by most most fans, but God bless it, he could freaking do almost anything. Any yeah, style you wanted, he could worked. do. I mean, that yeah, he was the one that Cornette wanted. Oh. He was the one yeah. Cornette wanted. It wasn't Jericho. It was he wanted Lance Storm, and just Jericho happened to be there. <laughs> yeah, he wound up getting he wound up getting his money's worth times two. Yes, absolutely, he did. And this is just the, this this match is just amazing. I watched it this this afternoon when I was at work, and I was like, I'm I'm good. I'm good watching this. I was good just watching this and the 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 whole thing of him like you know Lance Storm trying to be the guy that that gets into the group and everything and being and freaking double dive yep. boom now watch Storm springboard up. Watch watch this springboard up. Oh, he didn't even springboard that time. He used to. The yeah. thing I loved about Storm was he used to do the spinning heel kick, springboard spinning heel kick off the top, and it looked insane <laughs> when he did it. And he would do a springboard dive to the outside that just looked like a fucking vulture was just coming down on you. Yeah, that's true. It's Condor. And then, yep, they're doing the yeah. thing, and God, Candido was, so, was very underrated as well. Just freaking, I mean, I know not from the ECW oh, crowd, but 
I mean, everyone, unfortunately, everyone remembers him for his WWE run, but bless well, him, he could Candido do it. Oh, so there good. he goes. Yeah, there it to is. the moon. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> to, to the, the fucking moon. moon. You see LaFond just pause and go, shit, let me let that one sell for a second. Here we go. Surfboard. Old school surfboard. And here comes Furnace. And pow pow. God. Here comes Kenny. Well, fuck you too. (laughs) You see, this is the stuff I used to love about ECW because we wouldn't, like, I would tune in Saturday night, 2 a.m., and I really wouldn't know what the hell to expect. Because like yeah. I wouldn't read, I would I, I would read the results online, but they wouldn't give like match by match results, so you wouldn't realize. You know, you tune in, and yeah, you'd see all the hardcore shit and everything like that, but then you'd see yeah. bangers like this. Yeah, and, and it was and, like and I, unexpected. I don't want to know how it felt like to be leg kicked by freaking that those freaking ham hocks, that NCAA that right power there. lifting. Yes, no, I don't want that. That that looks like a bad time. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh no take you to the old country old country way <laughs> yes <laughs> and you know the funny thing is like I, I was watching more of these because I was finding the other matches that, that the Can-Am Express did and how like they were supposed to be the bad guys they were supposed to be the heels and are they yeah <laughs> well, here they're supposed to be because they're the WWE guys. This is a, this is after they were brought into yeah. WWE. Like they already had a run in ECW. Left, they started in WWE, but the WWE just decided that they were too flat because it was all wrestling based. Like yeah. I was at that Survivor Series where they debuted, and they had some damn good matches. And then I remember the way that they tried to make Lafon and Furnace exciting was they gave them. Sleeveless hoodies with yin yang yeah. symbols on them. Yeah, and they're wearing the yin yang like, tights now. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And that was like, it was just like, okay, how about you just let them wrestle Davy and Owen and all these other great tag teams you got, and just have damn great matches like the Headbangers. They had damn good matches with the Headbangers. Great matches with Owen and Davy. You know, when they were doing stuff different from everybody else. And uh, so yeah, here they're the heels that are with. Uh, with yeah. Van Dam and Sabu and everything, but yeah, I mean, you see these great matches that they were putting on. I mean, they don't get enough credit for really like to me. Doug Furness was a complete star. The only thing he was missing was he really he really could have used a manager. They could have used a manager. Yeah. And it well, they started they, they started doing that first. later on in this in this run. They started having a manager with them. Yeah, they have Lance with them. Yeah, they have Lance. Uh, Lance Russell with Hype Central uh, turned heel. and Well, that was the funny thing because Lance was with WWE at the time. He had left ECW, but he had it. Like, his whole job was he was the ring announcer for Shotgun Saturday Night. And so <laughs> that was the whole deal. So they made him the heel guy that, like, was representing the WWE. Oh, and here comes Candido Lance again. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah, that's yes. right, yeah. I know you wanted to Lance Russell. Yeah. I was just gonna let you let you wait there until I until I until you stop so I can do the ah. Tell him in Bolivian to get out of here. <laughs> tell him. <laughs> tell him in Uzbekistan to get out of here. <laughs> numero uno, numero uno. <laughs> tell him in Wakanda to get out of here. 
No, it's Zamunda oh, now. Oh, and there's another, and there's the table. Oh, no. Yes. Table had no chance. <laughs> Candido fucked up, and he realized, like, oh, shit. I went a little too rough on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get ready for this. <laughs> oh, and, uh, oh, no. Let's, there we go. Let's the block box. The oh, yep. Or is it? <laughs> and it's blocked. Trivia question: Why did he call that move the blood bomb? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there was a fuck up there. <laughs> why, why is that? Why? Why is that? Because is that that is a tribute it, to Tammy? Was, yes, it was. It was a tribute to Tammy because oh. he was the guy who invented that the top rope power bomb, and it was his tribute to Tammy. So he named it the broad bomb show. Tiger Driver. Bye. Yeah, look at that, and look at that Tiger Driver. Perfectly, just just friggin' yeah. plants him, and then. <laughs> <laughs> he eats a he eats a freaking elbow to the face for it. Congratulations! Yes, <laughs> but I just love like just how these matches are put together. Here we go, Candido, nice snap suplex. Mine's better. <laughs> and here comes that springboard Oof. I'm talking about. Oh, bit of a scotch of a receipt there. There you go. Good hit. Like I said, right there, you got to see two of the things I was talking about. Springboard yeah. and his spinning heel kick. Oh, yeah. No, no. no. Right. That, that's, what, that's what made me a huge Lance Storm fan. And, oh, and you see a you see a 300-pound man do a Frankensteiner. Congratulations. Yes. A man who can power lift freaking... <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> Ta-da. Yeet. <laughs> Here comes another one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it what was his deadlift record what 800 pounds <laughs> yes oh i love this finish right here yes this is the fucking best i yes. love that fucking finish oh fucking yeah furnace goes to powerbomb storm Candido comes up with the insecurity kick lafon ducks he hits furnace by mistake oh i love it that's such a fucking candido smoky mountain finish man Yep, that was. I wonder that's where, why I loved fucking Candido, man. I wonder where he learned that one from. <laughs> oh, he's, he's just so fucking good with his shit. And I, I mean, it makes so shit. much it makes so much sense because the whole gimmick is, you know, they they they're they're starting to get along, but not really. Candido's yep. more worried about himself. Like, oh, come on, buddy, you did all right. God, that, that's such a fucking smart finish. Oh yeah, like, I was, really it. wonder if fucking. I think that was like. I think that was Cornette booking. Oh yeah, yeah, that was definitely. And you know, here's the thing: like, uh, I remember listening to the uh, to to Tammy do talk about when when Cornette took them to Knoxville to get them signed, and wined yeah. and dined them to hell. I mean, took them to Calhoun's, did everything yes. to get them to showed them the best part of Knoxville. <laughs> yes. Before they before he rolled the rug and go, congratulations, you're going to Morristown. Yes, you see, you see this. You, you, you see this wonderful enjoy city. Your dry County. <laughs> Psych. Yes. Enjoy your enjoy Jefferson and Hamblin County that are dry in the eighties and nineties. Yes. Congratulations. What's the name of those fucking hot dog? Uh, those hot dog fast food restaurants with the bright colors. Pals. Pals. Yeah. Enjoy. Pals, Pals. is not a hot dog joint, sir. That's a burger joint too. Yeah, but I just remember the hot dog and French fries for yeah. like three fifty. The building have to get. Yes. Oh, those things are yeah. awesome. Those are chili dogs. Those weren't just regular hot dogs. Those were chili dogs. 
Yeah, we would because like every show would get sponsored by Pals, so we would like be able to go to Pals and get like a meal or three. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I got the other three guys in the car. Yeah, we just need this, this. No, I'm the only one who drinks soda. They got their water. Don't worry about it. Ah. <laughs> Congratulations, you were you were swindling the East Tennessee version of In and Out. Congratulations. Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> no one in Morristown paid. This is true. Like they would promise you money, and they would, and you do the show, and then magically at the end of the night, every time, sorry, brothers, we're light. Every yep. time, like it so, got so, to the point. I think you knew me by that point, where I was like, "Yeah, I got a chance to go work at Morrison." Like, "Oh, well, I'll just do it because they don't pay," and I just said, yeah. "No." I'll, I just, I just remember you going like you would rather go to La Follette than you would Morristown, which was to yes. me like. Well, to me, that was like foreign language to me. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, kid girl, you know, because I, they I paid. Moved. Yeah, because they paid. Because La Follette paid my fee in full, and I wouldn't have to worry about not getting paid. Yeah. And you, you didn't know? have to and go to East. It's a sad thing with the business. No, and it was just because <clears throat> I liked the Morristown crowds. They had a VFW, which was like one of those old fucking like um, yep. U shaped metal buildings. Yep. And we would do shows in there, and there was always a hot crowd. And I mean, no matter what, if there was fucking 100 people there or fucking 300 people there, magically every fucking time, oh, Star Brothers will light on the house. We're going to have to get you next time. So I, I just stopped going because yeah. it was like four different promoters that did that. The only promoter that paid me that ran Morristown was Hercules. And even then, he started pulling that shit. So I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> but yeah, so like for but like for me, growing you know, living in Jefferson County and everything, I did. I was like, "You'd say La Follette. I'm like, "What? Why would you want to go up there?" <laughs> Thinking I'm like, because like I, I, you know, ta- we talked about this before. I yeah. my my mother moved out to Jefferson County right as Smoky Mountain was ending, so yeah. I got to see like the last few tapings of Smoky Mountain, and that was it. And yeah. so you get to see the headbangers and all that shit. So like for me, I'm thinking, okay, you know, Morristown, that's where they based out of. Okay, cool. And then you said La Follette. And I'm like, if you've ever been to La Follette, you know, and you're like, what the, what the fuck are you going up there for? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I like the fact it was literally on a mountain. Well, that's, that's, that's Campbell County in general. Jellicoe's yeah, like, like that. Yeah, but when you got off the La Follette exit, you were like legitimately in a mountain. Yeah, that's true. And that was just the coolest thing in the world to me. And I just like how that was set up. And there was a uh, a Scottish inn when yes. they did the burgers, the little Burger King burgers. <laughs> and then there was that place is still there. There was a yeah, that was there. And then also, um, what the hell else was there in La Follette that I there was a little fucking cheap hotel right there that it was like forty bucks a night so I could do the show. And if I met a friend, I could just go right there and hang out for the night. We could watch, you know, reruns of Seinfeld and Friends and sure. George Lopez on Nick at Night. And uh, you know, so it worked. Yeah. You could you just could have lied better and said all that in freaking Rugrats, yeah. but hey, whatever. What match do we have next anyway, James? <laughs> so actually, before we do before we get to the next match, I wanted to talk to you about a, a certain Japanese female pro wrestler who got really famous on Jim Cornette this weekend because she is being promoted. So much. 
<laughs> We're of course talking about Mika Ito. Yes. The, the the Japanese pop star gone gone horribly horribly bad. She has I been EA so much. She is the Japanese female version of Eric Adams, if I've ever seen one. You ever seen her first appearance in DDT? Yes, yeah, I watched had... that. So for you, for those of you guys who don't know about Ido, she was actually in a Japanese uh, pop group called Link L I N Q. Yes. And while she was a member of Link, they did a match in DDT where Link were actually the participants of this lumberjack match. And they would beat people with these mallets and everything like that yeah. as they got out the ring. And she didn't know what she was doing. She'd never been around a wrestling before. But she has this really horrible attitude that is wonderful, where if you yell at her, she will just get angry very quickly because she's obviously psychotic. And she just literally looked Dansuke in the face, deadpan, eyes straight ahead, just going, Fuck you, Anna! And the fuck are you, Dolphine? <laughs> For three minutes. At the end of this very important match, the camera's just caught on her the whole time. Um, you know what the funny story so, about that match was? Yeah. That was, A, not her first match, but B, she had just been fired from Link. No, she that had match. not been fired. No, sir. No. Oh. She, so she was in Link. That was her first ever involvement in pro wrestling. Yes. She then, two years later, signs with DDT for their women group, which is uh, Stardom. No, 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 no. It's, it's, jo- it's, Joshi, jo- it's Joshi Princess. Yeah, Joshi Princess. She signed with them. She does the first couple matches there. Then... There's a whole thing where Link legitimately tells her she has to sell 500 tickets in order to stay in the band. And she does a match. She loses the match. And she literally goes to a table, pushes somebody out of the way and says, I'm selling tickets to my next Link concert. You all better be there or I'll kill you all. And stands (laughs) at this table for the rest of the show, selling tickets to this show and then doing all these promos and everything. She sells the tickets. And then the day when she's supposed to have a match against a girl who's in another one of those J-pop bands. Yes. And she brings out these people, and they're supposed to both have J-pop crews and supposed to be a lumberjack match. They fire her from Link. Not only do they fire her, they don't tell her she's fired. She finds out because they have a roster listed of who's going to be in Link at this upcoming concert. She's not on it. And then mistakenly, the ma- the road agent, the manager for the band, texts her, meaning to text someone else and say, have you told Ido she's been replaced yet? <laughs> so the girl she's wrestling comes out, and she has like these three guys doing a J-pop song and everything. And then they start playing a Link song, which is what Ido used to always come out to. She grabs the mic, tells him to stop playing that. She flat out tells the crowd she's been fired from this band, so she doesn't have her crew. So it's just going to be the those three J-pop guys that are going to be the that are going to be the uh, are going to be the, the the battle royal people, and Don Suke is going to be the special guest referee referee for it. And um, that was finally her first match ever winning. But just the absurd stuff she does in between. Uh, I am the god of cute and piss 
and the Ito Respect Army, which is just her and another girl. The other girl that's in the that was in the uh, in the J-pop band. They yes. formed they formed the they formed the group the the Ito Respect Army, yes. <laughs> just to make sure that she's the cutest. Yes, that that's the whole mission of the team was to make sure that Ito is the cutest. And I, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous. I, shit I love it. I love her. She is, and I mean, she then puts out these photos always. Hello, motherfuckers. I am yes. the god of piss. And then, like Cornette said, something it annoyed her, so she took a picture in a bikini covered in chocolate from a chocolate bar, saying, "I am also the god of cute and shit." <laughs> I, I love it that 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 his response is just well that was quick. Yes, <laughs> I'm telling you, I really believe Cornette's a fan, and he just doesn't want to admit it out loud because he knows it's going to ruin her career if he admits it. Yes, because oh, yeah, this definitely. girl is just, especially if if she could speak English like I think she can because she was in a J-pop group. Yeah, if they let her get on TV and talk her bullshit. She's going to be the most ovist over of all the Joshis ever in the United States. She's going to be Bull Nakano level over, sir. I promise you. I have one fear with that whole situation, though. What's that? I fear that that no one really taught her proper English, and they taught her EA English. (laughs) And you can't let that on TNT. Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You you still can't drop the F-bomb. Yes, you can. On cable television, you can. After a certain time, you can't. No, drop. no, there is no longer that restriction. There oh, was a God. whole thing with the FCC two years ago, and that's why the WWE started teasing things little by little. <laughs> if you remember when uh, Bobby Lashley speared Braun Strowman through the set, that that's when they told Corey Graves, "Hey, go ahead and drop the drop holy shit on TV." Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but. I, I I still I don't I don't know if freaking hello motherfuckers is gonna be gonna go off very well. I I I want her to hit that so bad. I want her <laughs> Just, to hit all of her fucking maniacal bullshit. She is wonderful. I love. I her want her. Death. I want her to hit the top rope, throw the birds, and yell hello motherfuckers. Yes. <laughs> and then halfway through the match, stop to hold the person there on the rope by her crotch and just tell everyone, "Praise me for being so cute." <laughs> she yeah. is fucking tremendous. Oh yeah, she's losing first round, but it doesn't matter at all. But she never wins. The yes, that's the point. That's the good that thing. That's- the life of Ito is paid. Yes, she is a she is a me seeks, and she knows she's a me seeks. Her yes, entire is, existence yes. is pain. <laughs> she knows yes. it. Cute and paid, and that's yes. it. So speaking of shit and shit, oh god, yep, there went our demonetization. So now for now we're done with our demonetization of the night. Let's bring in. We're actually getting paid for this shit. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We had the opportunity, but so for for our other match of tonight, I want to go straight to hell, and 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 the two gentlemen that will bring me quickest to it. Is from 1992, June 5th, in all Japan wrestling. It's Yay. shocker. It's Kawada. Yay! <laughs> and and he decides to pick a fight with the one and only Stan the Lariat Hanson. 
and and unfortunately, this is one where he doesn't drop the youth, and he is thoroughly perturbed. Oh, he is yeah. very pissed off, as you can tell from the yes. streamers. He is not ready to fuck around. He's ready to fuck something up. There it is. There it is. Stan Hansen doesn't care at this moment. He's the top guy in the company. He terrifies the world. He hits people with cowbells, and he doesn't care who he hits. I, I this love is it when that Stan time. Hansen was assaulting fans because he was blind and he didn't know where the hell he was swinging. I love that. That is the greatest thing ever. Is knowing when you were when you were wrestling Stan Hansen, he, he just threw it. And you had to you had to aim because he doesn't know where he's throwing yeah. it. He's just throwing it. And yes. you better be there to catch it. Because if not, he's going to find you. Yeah. Ugh. Look at how he's squinting already. Yes. Did I ever tell you the story of time me and Gunner, uh, we wrestled a match at this tattoo convention. And uh, so me and Gunner were just having fun and we were calling out our shit the whole night. You know, of course, I did the, I learned this from my friend Jake and I did the short arm clothesline and everything. <laughs> so Gunner sets up in the corner for the big Larry and he yells, Stan Hansen, baby. And he's like setting up the arm and those, and he goes, "Like any of these people know who the fuck he is in the first place?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there we go. Here comes Kawada. Oh, there the go. Face. You son <laughs> of a bitch! You want to tater me? Fuck you! There we go. <laughs> uh, the, the only thing, the only thing I fear is how fucking tough was that locker room of West Texas State with him and Bruiser Brody in there. Oh, it's a right in the fucking knee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You want to try and kill the guy you tonight? I'll tell you what happens when you tater me. Fucking rip out your whole fucking ACL. <laughs> Get the goddamn miracle water. We're not done here. <laughs> I'm getting that son of a bitch out of here. Why are you telling me to get away from him? I want to beat the shit out of him some more. He ain't done yet. I love Stan Hansen and just how everything he did was just so fucking horrifying looking and brutal and sloppy and just, you knew fucking, you know, he just, he was a real fighter. He knew what a real fight looked like. And Stan would just fucking immediately go to it. I want to know how many uh, West Texas oil field fights he got into back when he was in high school. Because it's not one of them. Yeah, I, I say, there's a high number in that situation because those, those those Texas he, roughnecks. He were got not, into yeah. all of them, and he won all of them. Okay? Yes, and then he then he went to college to play football and ran into a a, a gen- another gentleman that was not to be fucked with, named Bruiser yes. Brody. And I just want to know yes. what havoc they wrecked in that damn place. Good God! You know this is young Kawada because he put the dentures in for this match. Yes, this is before he. This is this is when Kawada decided that 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 his his front covers were a good idea. Still, he was trying to be sexy. <laughs> uh, that was, that was, that was a long freaking match like, to do that with. <laughs> oh, absolutely! You done fucked up now. <laughs> Cue the freaking black dynamite. See, and I love Stan Hansen because, like, every time I met him since. He's this soft-spoken sweetheart of a guy. Oh, yeah, well, it's so good to meet you, too. I, I really enjoyed wrestling Johnny Rounds back in the 60s and 70s. He was such a nice guy. And that's how that's how he talks the whole time. And then you see him in there just punching Kawada in the face unfucking mercifully You <laughs> son of a bitch, come out and hit me! 
<laughs> oh, I love the promo he made in uh, what what promo did was it was it AWA they made the promo he's like I got a fat wife and twelve kids. That was AWA, brother. <laughs> just, I mean, he would say just, that everywhere he went. I just used to love that Stan Hansen would take his hat and beat everyone with it. <laughs> he was you mean interview interviewing Stan Hansen. Here came the hat, just beat you across the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, here we go. Headbutts to the back of the head. Mm-hmm. That's all you got, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Did you see my football helmet from West Texas State? That son of a bitch was tiny and thin. Now you go to hell with me right here. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Drag. Oh, thank fucking God. He retired before my first fucking tour. (laughs) God, he retired before my bus record tour. See, the crazy thing is, in Stan Hansen's last three years, he started doing a dive. (laughs) He would dive between the bottom and second rope and dive at motherfuckers. And it just always looked like hell on earth was hit, was coming down for you. Because it was. Because even now when he's smaller, yes, it was hell raining down. Here you go. Bank. Oh. Bank. <laughs> there we go. The leg, that wasn't a kick. That was Kawada's leg just reacting to fucking getting hit with that forearm in the head. He was on his way down and it just accidentally kicked him. Oh, here we go. There we go. Oh, I choose oh. violence and it's so good. Oh. Yes. This is just a week 80. Let's just beat this shit out of each other. Uh, and, and, and they oh, have to do this again go. tomorrow too. That's the fucked up thing. They no, have to no, do this no. again. It was one singles match. No, oh, it wait, was oh, okay. The, the... Wait, was this the uh, unless this was the tournament? Usually, um, every guy did one singles match for the tour, and then the rest of it was like six man tags and stuff. Okay. Oh, unless you were oh. Kenta Kabata. Oh, fuck me, running. <laughs> Here we go. I love it. Here we go. See, I'm technical. I'm fucking technical. Here, here's another fucking technical move. I'm technically gonna fucking rearrange what your knee is on your body. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking wrap it and grab it and bend you in ways you're not supposed to fucking go and punch and take oh. it. And then just elbow you in the back of the head and have you headbutt me in the back of the head. I love Stan <laughs> Hansen. I fucking love Stan Hansen. Uh, I'll be honest, this uh, wasn't the Stan Hansen uh, fight I was searching for. The Stan Hansen fight I was searching for was the one where he, he literally broke friggin' uh, Vader's eye and made it pop out. And then I found this, oh, and I yeah, was like, I "Oh, yes, yeah." I was trying to yeah. find that just to show he wasn't to be fucked with. And then right. I found this, and I was like, "Oh, we, much we, better." We showed that match before. Yes, we I know, but it's match. good. It's good to show it again, though. It's good to remind everybody. <laughs> yes, it always is. I'll I'll find it for you next time if you ask for it. Yeah. I'm usually pretty good about finding matches with that stuff. Watched, yeah, I, okay. I stumbled if, on so, if I remember so correctly. I will, oh, here we go. I will admit I was also looking for a talk. I was I was looking at the Takayama Kenta match, and then I found this again, and I was like, "Oh, okay, we're just gonna go straight to hell." He's, he literally just punched Stan Hansen in the temple hard way three times, and then kicked him in the temple. 
That's what got Stan Hansen <laughs> off and literally ripped out a piece of Stan Hansen's hair. <laughs> oh. well, the absurdity <laughs> of this match, and I love it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I love how Stan Hansen just decides he doesn't want to stand up in the ring, so he rolls to the floor just to end up on his feet again. Work smart, <laughs> brother, not hard. I'm just going to run out the ring so I end up on my feet. Oh, I'm going to shoulder tackle you in the fucking guardrails that fucking have no selling to them. And the young boys purposely hold him in place. <laughs> Big Guada, he's like, God damn it. Why the fuck did I allow myself to get... Why did I have to pretend to be the tough guy wrestler? Why didn't I take a page from Rip Rogers and just fucking become all gimmick? Now I gotta put up with this shit. <laughs> and a diving shoulder! <laughs> he did a dive! <laughs> well, you know, he was also really known for making great decisions when, you know, when he when he decided he wanted to fuck with a, a gentleman by the name of Robert Gibson in his young life, so... Oh, you yeah. know, this is you this know. is a 54 year old Stan Hansen. Do you understand that? He's got to <laughs> yes. be like 54, 55 here. <laughs> yes, but see, oh. I can understand that because I have seen that that type of 54, 55 year old farmer in a freaking bar fight in Tazewell, Tennessee. Yes. So and they don't fuck with Stan Hansen. No, they don't. Those are some tough son of a bitch. I mean, Good. everybody forgets that Stan Hansen was such a damn athlete. Because, I mean, this is him at 55 years old, and he's still going and, like, really going and wrestling at 55 like this. Well, didn't he actually have a legitimate you know, a NFL event career? For a reason. Yeah, didn't they have, an, didn't yeah, he have a legitimate he, uh, NFL career? It's, it's, it doesn't say he played anyway, in the NFL, actually. Just said he played at West he Texas. He played at Texas. West Texas State University. Yes. I could have swore he had an NFL career. Oh, here we go. <laughs> A lot of diving splash. That's just a fucking pound of fucking meat killing you. God. Ah, ah, fuck. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Why are you doing this to me? Wait, wait, wait. This is 92, 93, right? Yes. Okay, this is Stan Hansen in his mid to late 40s. Yes. Still going like this. Right now, right now he is seventy-one years old. He was born in nineteen forty-nine. This is ninety-two. Yeah. So yes, here he's, we go. He's in his late. Wait, 40s. wait, 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 wait. Yeah, this is late forties, Hanson. Here we go. No. Son of a bitch. Here, I'll give you. I'll show you technical wrestling. Legs. <laughs> I got your technical wrestling right here. <laughs> you ain't jumping for shit, motherfucker. I'm gonna throw your ass. Here it comes! Oh, oh God! He just needed the back of the fucking head and tried to catch. Oh, fuck me! I, I love, love it. Up oh, here we go. All right, quarter boot. Oh, block. Oh, Larry did the clothesline. Oh. Quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, fuck me! Here it comes. Body slam set up. I think oh. this is the knee drop. Oh, yep. oh fuck. fuck. Nope. Oh, no, fuck <laughs> you. I ain't staying down for shit. Matter of fact, I'm going to get to my feet right fucking now. Oh, shit, I'll just sell it. Fuck. <laughs> you dropped a hell of a knee on my fucking head, you son of a bitch. 
fucking oh. love Stan Hansen. And body slam on the floor. 45 years old, taking a fucking body slam on the floor. And the cactus elbow. Bang, bang. <laughs> oh, this is why I choose this match, because I knew it started fast. And I was like, I was, I'm afraid this yeah. isn't going to go fast. And then next thing you know, it just kept going. They don't stop. Stan they don't slow down. Hansen. He's it's a runaway. Stan Hansen, okay. He wears... <laughs> He's a he's a fucking he's the fucking buck snort bull. Okay, there's no such thing as slow pace with Stan. The minute he felt like he was slowing down is the minute he retired, and That's that was true. in his fifties. I think he retired at what, like oh one oh two. Let's see. Let's go to let's go to wonderful Wikipedia here. Let's see. They said he retired in. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, 2001 at the uh, during the Giant Bob Memorial Spectacular event. So yeah. yeah, so there you go. So he retired at what fifty fucking eight, fifty nine. Yeah, almost sixty. Yeah, he was born in 1949. Yeah, sixty <laughs> years old. Oh god, <laughs> almost sixty years old. And he's like, ah, shit, I'm slowing down. I think I'll just calm it down now. And here we go. <laughs> he goes to throw Kawada. Kawada is like, God damn it, you just knocked the fuck out of me, man. You can't throw me off the ropes like that. You got to work a little, brother. <laughs> Keep your nope, shit you're up. you're going with me, you son of a bitch. You want to throw the dingy kicks? I'll show you some fucking oil trough knees, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what, did the, what did the redneck ninja say? Don't go ninja in who you think. You better be ready to, to commit to the ninja in. Uh, look at those knees. Oh, and Jesus. look at this knuckle. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go! And Hanson's like, you grab him down by your eyeball! He legitimately grabbed him down by his fucking eyeball. I love Stan. <laughs> yes. Grab that goddamn arm pad. You know you want to do it, Stan. Come on. Dear Stan, nope, I hope you're ready for it yet. I'm waiting for you to fucking tuck that goddamn arm. <laughs> <Nope. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I love, I love his, I love that that like I said that eighty eight freaking all Japan tag team thing with like him. I forget who his tag team partner is. Oh yeah, but just straight death everywhere. Is death. Yeah. Okay, it's that. Diviase or Gordy? Yeah, I know it's Terry Gordy because I got to watch Terry Gordy selling. I got, I got the first. Okay. I, I, I want that was the first time I learned of Terry Gordy selling, and it's amazing. Yeah, oh, Terry Gordy just on another fucking level. The the subtle differences Such a of fucking like great worker. of like breaking the knees after every punch, like getting more and more. Ah, I blocked it, yeah. yeah. Look at that block. I'll block my goddamn elbow and break your ankle. <laughs> oh, but yeah, just, ninja oh. kick from the back. And it was like it was like him. It was him oh, and freaking yeah, yeah. Him and it was like it was yeah it was uh, freaking uh, it was Gordy and freaking Hanson versus like. Kenta Kobachi and it was somebody else. Like it was, I think it was, Kokuchi. it was, uh, yeah, something like that. Kikuchi or Honda, and just the absolute hell <laughs> on that match. Yes. I was like, oh okay, god, goes for the arm, arm drag. Ah, look at the. But I love the sell and build to this to get to just fucking where they need to go. Here I go, pump stretch. I used to love using the pump stretch. I might use it Saturday again. 
<laughs> I just really gives think you ideas. Saturday. <laughs> yes, I think we're going to bring back the pulp stretch on Saturday. Now he's got it locked in, right? Nope. And you're in the ropes. Ha! Ah. Ring savviness. Technicality. Oh. Let me hear how this crowd's going right now. Uh, Let me get some crowd noise. Do you hear these people going nuts? Yes. Look at that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. It's and you're hearing Giant Baba. Here it comes. Come on. Come on. Give me what I want. Big food setup. You know what we want. There's the headbutt. Give me another one. Come on, baby. Come on. Fix that elbow pad. Fix that elbow pad. There you go. Diving forearm. Okay. You know what time it is. Come on, baby. Fix that fucking elbow pad. Come on. <laughs> Fix that left handed elbow pad. Come on. Come on. Drop kick. Fucking low Hansen. Here it comes. Listen to this crowd when it. It comes when he fix that fucking elbow pad. <laughs> Did Ultraman have the slowest three count ever? They always did. It's all Japan Royal Road. You got to get that drama. Oh, a DDT. He drops a DDT out of nowhere. Yes. All right, come on, Stan. You know what time it is. Dear Stan, uh, I hope you get my letter. I've been waiting <laughs> for this for a while. I'm watching you with Kawada, and I want to watch you fix that elbow pad. By the way, what was it like beating up all those people in oil trough? <laughs> Please don't go in a I'm trying to see if I'm not dying of laughter. <laughs> it's Stan so, Hansen, baby. I love uh, it. So, like, this reminds me because, like, last, like, yesterday on, on Twitter, there was a bunch of people doing like the the wa- old Walkman with like what CD you're dropping, and like, as, and just as soon as you start doing that, I was like, yeah. the Marshall Mathers LP right there. Yes. <laughs> there we go. You want to kick me in the head? Take a goddamn backdrop. No, it's blocked. One, two. No, fuck you. You're not gonna hold down the lariat with that bullshit. Come on, <laughs> go for that tiger driver or something. Ginsu bomb. <laughs> Good luck with that. You can't fucking headbutt the lariat. Look at that. You oh, lariat. Oh, oh, power slam. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it with that Texas two-step fucking power slam of death. Kawada didn't oh. even know what the fuck hit him. Yes, yes. Here we go. I gotta rewind this. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta rewind it. You gotta hear it. Watch hands. The first one, fuck you. There's another one for you. Pull him off. 
Nope, I'm not done with him yet. Oh, oh no! Yes. Oh yay! Get him with the killer knees. He's rolling through his skull. One, two. I love this so much. Aren't you glad you were in this business right there? Oh, yes. Hanson Bob, baby. Here we go. Oh, fuck. You son of a bitch. You want to block my Hanson Bob? You son of a bitch. Get the hell up. Get the hell up. Here it, Here it comes. Just let it run, brother. Just let it run with the commentary. It's all good. Oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get you and them at the same time because you're getting drowned out by a freaking... Ah! Oh, that brought me so much joy. <laughs> And that's what all my nightmares were made of back when I was a kid. Was that fucking lariat. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. So oh. satisfying. And what a fucking banger of a match that was, seriously. Oh, that was good. That was some good shit. Oh. Yes, it was. That's all some right. good shit, pal. <laughs> all righty. So, ah. James... So I think out of your picks today, I'm going to give you a 10 out of 10 uh, for giving <laughs> us a technical masterpiece in that uh, LaFon and Furness versus Landstorm and Candido match. And then I'm going to give you another 10 out of 10 for a I choose fucking violence fucking wonderman in that match <laughs> between Kawada and Hanson. You did an amazing job today picking the matches, sir. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. I, I you know, it always is a win when you choose violence in life. Yes, it always <laughs> is. All right, folks. So if you're going to be in the Georgia area this Saturday night, I will be wrestling in Douglasville, Georgia, at the Hairway Christian Academy. It's about uh, 30 minutes west of good old Atlanta. I will be wrestling the one and only Brandon's uh, Zero. And uh, come watch that because that night I am choosing violence because the red kick pads are coming out. Now, you understand the significances of those red kick pads. I mean, oh, the show yes, knows about the, about the importance of those red kick pads. So you know what you need to do. You know what needs you to be done. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> I, I want blood. I want Oh, don't worry. He'll be he'll be he'll be spitting up and pissing blood for a good couple of days. I promise you that. The uh, what was it? The uh, I was watching this one game and someone was uh, it was pretty much this like demon yelling, "Bring me his soul!" It's pretty much yelling, yes. "Bring me his ass on a plate." Yes. Oh, trust me, his skin will be on those kick pads. I promise. Yes, but James, let's take anyway. it home, brother. Well, as we need to do this, thank you once again to Rat Salad Review. Special shout out, Lou Mavs, and also freaking Suck My Balls podcast for actually getting uh, bigger reviews and everything. I just saw that from MSG uh, last night. I think he, they got, they're like one of the top South Park podcasts now and something like nice. that. So, yes, 
They hey, can- we got an email saying that we're moving up in the fucking rankings too. Yes, we are now. We are now in the top 150 of wrestling podcasts. We don't hey. even do a wrestling podcast, and we're still we're doing better than half podcast. the assholes are doing. Ha! Yeah, that's what you do. Hey. You get good scrubs. Get freaking good. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, but we've already said it. Me. Uh, Tuesday, we will give a review of uh, Josh Barnett's blood fat, uh, blood sport. Maybe we'll blood do just like be good thing. the blood sport. <laughs> we should do like just the top four matches. We'll watch yeah. those together. Yeah, and we'll just yes, we do. do that, and we'll go from there. But uh, yeah. go ahead, James. I'm sorry. For... But no, 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 no. You're you're no. You're fine because yeah, we definitely need to watch that. And uh, uh, please, Josh Barnett, please don't hurt us. We just want to promote your show. We just want to watch watch good old fashioned homemade <coughs> violence that you are definitely putting on for us. So we're gonna, we're gonna. I got an idea. We'll watch it, and then every so often we'll show a clip or two. Yes, we could do that. We can do that. Yes. We just can't do the uh, the commentary the and everything time. all at once. But we can watch it and then also comment on it at the same time. So we can at least well, do that. I'm gonna make an agreement with you. I will not watch the top four matches till we are live on the air. Okay, so so we will start at at, at the Cal Jax match, so we can watch Jr. Kratos live. Yes, yeah, so we'll go uh, Cal Jack, Kratos, Gotch, and, Smith, uh, Smith, Smith, and, and Cobb. And and, yeah, yes. I'm gonna okay, say Cobb so just because Dickens. Yeah. Yes, definitely. We'll, yeah. we'll do. We'll do. We'll do. Dickinson Cobb. We'll do. Junior. We'll do. Uh, uh, Lawler, Lawler and Grimm, which gotcha is going to be. Lawler. Oh God, yeah. I can't wait for that. That that that's going to be. That's yeah. going to be fun. <laughs> that's going to be delightful. <laughs> Excellent. We're, we're oh, already James. we're getting excited for that. But once again, guys, thank you. Follow us on uh on, on I know we don't show a lot on YouTube because unfortunately we got blocked last week even from Facebook because we used eight seconds of Big Brother doing Big Brother things and we couldn't even celebrate it. But yeah, anyway. They're gonna block us for having him on the show, I have a feeling. If he even shows up <laughs> on a screen, they're gonna block us. <laughs> yes, we can't even have family on here, and I'm just I'm just yelling that in big bold letters. It's family, exactly. <laughs> Multiple exclamation points. But guys, we're gonna leave you with another tough West Texas man, and we're gonna have Mister Funk tell us a story. But once again, thank you guys for let uh, for for letting us entertain you every Tuesday night. Thank you. Good night, and enjoy the Funkster. War one. I thought we might get a break here, but he did show back up. As I mentioned, fans, next week I'm going to be visiting with Ric Flair's doctor about his injury, and we'll be filing that report here next week on a program. I'm sure Ric Flair is watching this program right now, Mr. Funk. Terry Funk, Taj, Russell, I am the best in the world. Now, as simple as minded as you are, you might be able to understand the story I am going to tell you. My daddy was a wonderful person, but he understood life more so than the executives of the NWA. You see, when I was a young lad, I had a jackass 
and I loved that jackass. But that jackass broke its leg. And when that jackass broke its leg, my father took that jackass and put a gun to that jackass's head and blew that jackass's brains out. I said, Daddy, Daddy, why did you do that to my jackass? And my daddy said, that jackass has no more place. It's useless. It is no more use to our operation. We can't shoot Ric Flair in the head and blow his brains out, but you, as members of the NWA, can put him out to pasture. Now is the time to put Ric Flair out to pasture. Now I know I believe that the man wasn't injured. You say he was. Whatever the story might be or the truth might be, let's put him out to pasture and get to the top 10 contenders. Now, Rick Steiner is no longer a member. Why can't I take his position because of his injury? Who do I talk to? Who is they? Who runs the NWA? Who makes the top 10 list? Is it you, Ross? No. If it's you, Ross, Not me. I will get down on my knees and I will beg to you, Ross. I will beg to you to put me in that category because I am the best wrestler in the world today. Why can't you and you people People out there realize that, please. Get down by my face 